My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. The Savior's parables are amazing, and it makes sense. I mean, they were coming from the master teacher, so it makes sense that they would be amazing. And the reason that I think they're amazing is that there is never just one level to the parable or one way to see it or one thing to learn from it. There's always multiple layers and different ways to look at it and see it and apply it. And so it can feel new every time you go back to it. So the parable that I want to talk about today is the parable of the sower, which is the story in Mark chapter 4 of the sower who sows seeds and they fall in four different kinds of ground. Some fall by the wayside, others fall among thorns, among stones, and then among good ground, right? And we kind of know what happens. Some of them are eaten by birds, some are burned up by the sun, some are choked by thorns, and then some grow up and bear fruit, right? And the Savior even tells his disciples what this parable means, you know, the seed is the word and the different types of soil are different types of people. But if you ponder about it for a little bit and you start asking questions like, why did the savior choose soil to talk about and why seeds and different things like that? You can start to find different layers and different levels. Anyway, so I found a few things that are a little bit deeper in this parable that means something to me. So number one is I love that no dirt is without hope, right? All of these different types of soils can be changed. The wayside, which is, you know, packed down super hard, it can be tilled up. The thorns can be weeded out. The stones can be picked up and thrown away out of the way. It doesn't have to stay that way. We don't have to stay the way we are either. It will require some work and who knows what else we're going to uncover along the way as we try to make the soil better, but there is still hope as long as we hold on to it. Number two, what works for one dirt is not going to work for another. The weed killer isn't going to do anything about the stones or the dirt packed so tight that a seed can't settle into it. Also, not all stones are created equal. Are we talking like little pebble-sized stones you can just pick up and throw over your shoulder and be done with it? Or are we talking more like boulders that are going to need tractors and a few different operators to even get them to start to budge? Right? Different problems require different solutions. It's the same for people. We really shouldn't judge others because they aren't focusing on what we are focusing on. We don't really know if they have thorns or stones or if their dirt is packed too hard. I can't really know what their soil is like. My job really is to just help them when they need me, not to tell them how to do their job. Number three, you don't actually know what's going on in your soil until you try to grow something. There's nothing wrong with stony earth or packed earth or thorns if you aren't going to try to grow something there. And only by trying to grow something 
will you know if you can or not. So take a shot on faith. See what happens when you try to grow it. Pay attention to what you feel needs to be changed in order for it to grow better. Is it being choked? Is it getting burned up? Is it not getting root? The seeds don't have to be completely choked if we can get to the thorns soon enough, if we can make space for roots to grow soon enough. Number four, some issues with soil will take longer to show up than others. The wayside problem was instantaneous. Birds ate the seeds before anything could even happen. The stony ground had time to grow and grew fast and probably looked amazing, but then the sun dried it up, probably almost as quickly as it grew. I imagine the thorns probably took a little longer to win out. Maybe it looked like the plants would be fine in the thorns for a bit, but eventually it didn't work there either. And sometimes you can have multiple issues with your dirt. Actually, that's probably most of the time. Like it's packed so tight, you don't even know about the stones that are sitting just under the surface. So likening this to me, do I really expect to be able to just plant seeds of the gospel and they'll just magically grow perfectly? Doesn't it seem more likely that as they grow, I will be able to see deficiencies or see places where I could probably be better? Am I willing to look deeper for any reasons that those seeds are not growing instead of just assuming that I can't grow it because I tried once and it failed? Not all ground is created the same and neither are we, but it has potential. We all have potential, although it does take some work. Look at what you've got and then get to work. I haven't done an intensive study on it, but it seems to me that the Savior's parables were often like this. He taught lessons with hope. Things were not lost forever in his parables. Soil doesn't have to stay unfruitful forever. People were given chances to change their minds. I have that same chance. How great is it that the Lord loves me so much that he keeps planting seeds. He keeps sending them my way and giving me opportunities to see where I can improve my soil so that I can enjoy the fruit. Which, interesting side note, according to Lehi's dream, the fruit, or the tree, is the love of God. So as we become more like our Father in Heaven and more like Jesus Christ, as we clean up that soil so that the seeds can grow, we can partake of his love or charity more fully. The seeds are there. God's love is never taken away from us. But can I feel it in my soil's current condition? Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened to me, my personal scripture journey.